Hello, I'm Eddie French, and you might recognise me from such icy news noises as... <coughs> Daddy! And who could forget... <coughs> well, the good news is, is that I now have my own podcast. It's called Pick Scraped, and it is a fortnightly sketch show uh, made entirely by me. So if that sounds like the sort of thing you'd like, go to wherever you get your podcasts and listen to it. Thank you. Pick Scraped. Listening to IC News, the only network bringing you the stories from across the multiverse. Boris Johnson pledges a review on the introduction of vaccine passports, safe in the knowledge that most of England will happily sign up to any disastrous old shit, provided he promises them a blue one. Alex Salmond claims Scotland's leadership has failed over its handling of sexual harassment complaints against him. He insists Nicola Sturgeon has broken the ministerial code, which would be a major scandal if the Tories hadn't recently decided that it doesn't matter in the slightest. In an attempt to encourage Brits to get vaccinated, the Queen urges people to think of others. Unless, of course, those others were 17 when they first met Prince Andrew, in which case she would much prefer that Brits forget about them entirely. And finally, Tiger Woods requires surgery after flipping his car into a ditch, with rescue services first needing to use a sandwich to chip him back onto the fairway. Hello and welcome. I'm Sam Gore, and you're listening to another episode of IC News. We're the only network that smashes the news through the nightmarish kaleidoscope of the multiverse, meaning that you don't just get the news from Earth Prime on this show. You also get a multidimensional peek at the week's hottest stories from every angle. We've got ass, tit, dong and elbow up for your scrutiny in tonight's erotic media peep show, so why don't you adjust your anorak and make yourself comfortable in your sweaty little booth, you nauseating midnight creeper. Speaking of ass, tits, dongs and elbows, it's been a somewhat awkward week for Matt Hancock. While Boris Johnson unveiled his route out of the English lockdown, the health secretary was forced to defend himself against the building criticism of his failure to disclose the details of contracts his department has signed during the Covid pandemic. Well, I say building criticism, it's come from just about everyone apart from the opposition, with Keir Starmer refusing to call for Hancock's resignation. Labour are apparently too busy fighting their own mayoral candidates in Liverpool to focus on pesky distractions like government ministers acting unlawfully. Not that Matt Hancock has been particularly bothered by the criticism of his actions, however. Accountability is a dirty word for this government, and the health secretary continues to spin meaningless platitudes and outright lies about his own failures with the gall of a man who knows his boss couldn't give a salted caramel shit about his loyalists breaching the ministerial code. But that doesn't mean that there aren't serious questions about the cronyism and corruption involved in the government's procurement process, which is why this week Danny Sutcliffe has been undercover to try and win a contract with the NHS. <laughs> it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, not staying at home, it's coming home. Oh, this was a poor song choice. Never mind. <laughs> We've done it, Sam. We've fucking done it. Marvellous. I can tell this is going to be another one of your highly professional efforts, Danny. Too fucking right it is, pal. 
unlock the doors, everyone. If you've battened down the hatches, you better you better un- unbatten them. Unbatten them all the way up. Get your dancing shoes on. It's time to live again. You may take our lives, but you'll never take our freedom. <laughs> oh, I feel sick. Look, I'm glad you're excited about lockdown ending, but you did actually have a job to do this week. Yep, and I fucking smashed it, mate. Danny wins. It's been some of my finest undercover work today, even if I do say so myself. I'm celebrating, pal. Soon, the old country will be free again. Why can't Why can't you just be happy for me once, you uptight fuck? Live a little, Sam. Get that stick out your ass and have a drink with me. Can we just do your actual report first, please? You were meant to be looking at the government's procurement process. I did more than look, mate. 34 million. That's what I got. Danny's jet wash Imperonium. 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 Danny's Jet Wash Club. Danny's Jet Wash Club is now the NHS's latest provider of sanitizer and personal protective equipment. It's the biggest deal we've ever landed, pal, and it's all about who you know. Nudge, nudge, wank, wank. (laughs) Holy shit. I wasn't aware that you had any contacts in the government, Danny. Ask me no questions, and I will tell you no lies, Samuel. And, well, asking questions is kind of key here. In fact, it's almost entirely how journalism works. God, fine. Let's just get on with it, then. I've got a party to get back to, you know. Rule one of winning a big deal is always to pay it back to your workforce. You know, make sure they're appreciated. I wasn't aware your little jet wash business had any employees. It didn't, but now we're on the hook for a 500,000 litres of hand gel and 50 million plastic aprons. I've had to upscale pretty fucking quick. Only the best for us, though. What was once a one-man jet wash empire is now a sprawling cum-guzzler, mate. I think you mean conglomerate, Danny. That's what I said. It's no longer just me, basically. We've got Fat Gary, Arctic John, Frank Shenanigans on quality control and Magic Bus Lady doing the admin. Jobs for old pals. That's the Tory way. It's a well-oiled machine, Sam. You certainly sound well-oiled, but that doesn't answer the question of how a reprobate like you had an inside track to the government's procurement process. Well, that's where the undercover work comes in, my mate. It was really very simple. I ran into Matt Hancock on the street, and I grabbed him in a headlock, and I called him a tosser, and I said, Remember me? Do you know Matt Hancock, Danny? Of course I fucking don't. But I know people, Sam. And one look at that frightened Pinocchio-looking motherfucker, and I knew him inside out. You know the type. Charmless, Weasley, smarter than most kids at school, but completely lacking any talent or charisma. Desperate to be liked, so they laugh along with the wedges as if they're in on the joke. Yeah, yeah, there's a certain painful familiarity to that description. (laughs) So you see how it worked, then? I just acted like I'd spent most of my childhood flushing a prick's head in a toilet. A voila! All of a sudden, he wanted to impress me. (laughs) And now I've got a £28 million contract with the government. The system works, Sam. Hang on, just a couple of minutes ago, you said it was a £34 million contract. Minus £6 in upfront party supplies, yes. I'm not sure that's how government contracts work, Danny. Well, then it's a good job nobody's fucking checking then, isn't it? (laughs) Are you even good to supply sanitizer and aprons at that sort of scale? 
Do you have that sort of production capacity? Oh my god, you're so boring, Sam. No, of course I fucking don't. But I'm not making any of it, am I? I'm just going to buy it from somewhere else and pocket the frankly fucking massive difference. That's the efficiency of the private sector in action. Once you recognise that, the Tory way doesn't seem that bad, you know. Unless, of course, you're the sort of pussy who likes value for your taxes. Now, if you don't mind, pal, I've really got to go. Arctic John's KOing again and I'm going to have to talk him round. I'm Danny Sutcliffe. I'm going to grab myself another cocaine mimosa, reporting for IC News. Calm down, John. The bees aren't real, mate. The bees aren't real. We pivot now from Matt Hancock to Gavin Williamson, which is less of an upgrade and more of a parallel move along the thoroughly scraped bottom of the barrel. As part of the grand plan to slowly gnaw England's arm off at the shoulder in order to escape the coyote-ugly horror of lockdown, schools are expected to welcome back as many pupils as possible from March the 8th onwards. It's been a bruising year for many of the country's most disadvantaged pupils, and the balancing act between catching them up academically and protecting their mental welfare is bound to be a tricky one. Thankfully, the balancing act is definitely a circus trick, and Gavin Williamson is about the most committed clown the government have to offer. Here at IC News, we also want to see Britain's kids get the best education possible, which is why our youth correspondent David Stanier is offering his own unique brand of catch-up lessons. Hi, kids. I hope you've all been doing well since we last spoke. It's been such a tremendously tricky year, hasn't it? All that home learning, not being able to play football, and missing all your mates. You've all been such brave little soldiers, I think you deserve a big shiny medal. It's like my father always said, You're eight years old now, David. You really ought to be able to disassemble clean oil and reassemble a Kleshnikov blindfolded in less than three minutes by now. Now do it again. And quickly, or you'll be late for Krav Maga. <laughs> Parents, eh? They sure can be hard work. But I hope you all appreciate that yours have been trying their best throughout all this. It's tricky, suddenly turning your hand to homeschooling. Never fear, though. Soon you'll all be back in proper school. And things will hopefully start to return to some sort of normal. But with face masks and hand sanitizer and serious staffing issues due to the number of adults that are still shielding or just plain crippled with anxiety at this point and signed off sick. Oh boy, it's going to be fun. I bet you've missed learning about oxbow lakes and fronted adverbials, haven't you? Well, the wait will soon be over, kids. From the 8th of March, if you're English, it's back to school time. So dust off those pencil cases and sharpen those compasses, because those cool-looking S's aren't going to carve themselves into the desks. Ooh, it's been far too long. And it's about time that you all got back to learning and seeing all your friends again. I'm not one of those moaning misery guts who are still worried about safety. A little risk is part of childhood. Growing up like I did, on a secluded farmhouse with 12 other children, drilling every day for the time we'd be called upon to violently reset society, life was tough. But fun tough. We didn't cry about skinned knees or grazed elbows, or that time the weakest of us failed to complete the run on time and had a throat ripped out by a Rottweiler. If I could get through all of that, and come out the other side of it the only survivor of the barn fire father started when Scotland Yard came knocking, then you can get through this, kids. All you gotta do is study hard, keep focused, 
and remember what's important. That's what I did. Father's righteous quest will purge the earth of sinners with holy fire, which is why it's now time for lesson two. So let's get ready and sing our learning song. Ears are listening, eyes are looking, hands are still, voices quiet. This is how we listen, overthrow the system, kill the rich, kill the rich. Today's lesson is all about greed, kids. Did you know that over the last year, the ten richest people on the planet have increased their collective wealth by over half a trillion dollars? Ten people. Half a trillion dollars. Wow, that's enough to vaccinate the world and prevent millions of people sliding into poverty or collecting at the very top in hands that could never possibly spend it all and have no desire to share it out. Aww. Remember all that stuff you've been told about the pandemic hitting all of us equally? Forget it, kids. There's only one way to reclaim the future that's been stolen from you, and it's by direct action. The kind father approved. Is your hair itchy? Well, I've got a head scratcher for you. Here's a fun equation for you to puzzle out at home. A 205-foot super yacht leaves a marina in the Seychelles, travelling at an average speed of 3.5 knots. The maximum possible effective range of your radio detonator is 1.2 kilometres. If you're sitting on your escape jet ski just 200 metres from the super yacht at the time of its departure, and the kill zone of your blast is approximately 300 metres, how long should you wait before flipping that switch? That's right, kids. Not long at all. Here we go! Great work, kids. That's all for today. And remember, it's going to be hard going back to school, but nobody expects you to be perfect all the time. If you don't trust your initial calculations, just use a far larger explosive payload than you initially predict. Collateral damage is just part of the science. And the fun. Now, let's sing our goodbye song. Avoid debris on your jet ski. Steady speed. This we need. Now you've killed the banker. Hurry, lift the anchor. Kill the rich. Kill the rich. I'm David Stanier. And you are all beautiful and unique snowflakes. Reporting for IC News. It's not just the world's billionaires and Matt Hancock's school chums and ex-neighbours who have sought to make a profit out of the global pandemic. Every crisis has its shameless parasites, and sometimes they arrive in far more glamorous style than you'd expect. This week, NHS England's Professor Stephen Powis offered a stinging rebuke of Hollywood royalty Gwyneth Paltrow for spreading dangerous misinformation about long Covid treatments through her wellness lifestyle brand Goop. But what is wellness, and why shouldn't you trust Iron Man's wife and her vagina-scented candles to advise you on your healthcare in the middle of a global pandemic? We sent Tom King through the multiverse to find out. The jade egg is an ancient um, Chinese practice where women insert the jade egg in their lady parts. Right. And um, to help tone the pelvic floor. How does it help do that? I don't know. I need to start my jade egg (laughs) practice. Hello, everybody. I'm Tom King, stand-up comic and enjoyer of money. My ability to do both of those things has been thoroughly shafted by the pandemic over the last year or so, which is why I frantically been branching out in a desperate effort to make ends meet. 
On that note, if you're listening at home, right now, you've got a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get in on the ground floor with an exciting new British startup. King's Beard Oil will give your facial hair the sort of regal luster that lesser men can only dream of. And it retails at my Etsy store for just £15 a bottle. By now, beard later. <sighs> oh, I'm not very good at slogans. It's thoroughly depressing, but this is the world we're living in now, people. If the pandemic has shown us one thing, it's that the hustle is real. Independent businesses have had to adapt in order to even survive, let alone thrive, and it's allowed opportunists and charlatans to throw open the doors of their snake oil wagons. Not that King's Beard Oil is anything like snake oil, of course. King's Beard Oil is brilliant and definitely not just the contents of a George Foreman drip tray with a splash or two of bergamot extract thrown in to mask the smell of bacon. Ahem. <clears throat> With human contact cut to a minimum and customers craving that personal touch, the market for homemade goods has never been stronger. Candles, bath bombs, brownies, truffles, you name it, someone on your Facebook has packaged it up with a bunch of shredded tissue paper and flogged it at a fucking premium. Every fucker you've ever met makes cheesecakes now, and repackaging Haribo has now become an entire cottage industry. You can slap a ribbon on a sherbet dib-dab and all of a sudden you're an artisanal tradesman. The spirit of pandemic solidarity and the desire to support small businesses means there's now a mug... <coughs> sorry, customer, out there for everyone. You just need to find them and then pressure them relentlessly to buy into your particular brand of bullshit. And make no mistake, wellness is bullshit. And it's the personal touch hustle writ large and expanded to an industrial scale. It's a honking great pile of pseudoscience gibberish packaged up and flogged to the highest bidder. And Gwyneth Paltrow is the absolute master of the con. Don't get me wrong, I'm not necessarily jumping down her throat. Game recognises game after all. If there's one guaranteed way to bring in a fuckload of cash at a time of unprecedented global health anxiety, it's with a whole bunch of useless miracle cures and meaningless lifestyle slogans. Is it really exploitation if the mark walks right into your shop and slaps their money down on the counter? Yes. Yes, of course it fucking is. But it's perfectly legal, and what's more, it's easy. Traditional health and lifestyle advice tends to require expensive and pesky bureaucracy like qualifications or a medical licence. Wellness doesn't need any of that shite. As a term, it's meaningless and nebulous enough to retain just enough plausible deniability. So you can flog just as many jade fanny eggs as you like, and if one of your punters forgets it's up there and shatters a day the next time she sneezes, you aren't liable. You're just a lifestyle brand, whatever the fuck that actually means. Paltrow is just the latest in a long line of exploitative gurus cashing in on the neuroses of a customer base who obsess over toxins and negative energy. It's big money, particularly in the middle of a pandemic, which is why I've come here. This is Earth Delta Reiki Conscious Uncoupling 42. Here, Gwyneth Paltrow's Gook brand is the sole global healthcare provider. 
That means the coronavirus pandemic here has been tackled head on by a whole range of alternative therapies from infrared saunas to vaginal steam cleans to yoghurt cleansers and antiviral interpretive dancers. Now, I really wish I had more to show you, to be honest, but I couldn't find a single person to interview. Because everyone's fucking dead. I'm Tom King, and thankfully the positive dermal ions in King's beard oil channel the negative energy of this universe down and away from my immune system. Reporting for IC News. Oh, fuck. They say that we've lost touch with sort of being barefoot in the earth and that there's some type of electromagnetic thing that we're missing. And that is so true. it's good to take your shoes off and walk in the grass. Okay. I don't know what the <laughs> we talk about. <laughs> that shameless gibberish marks the end of our broadcast. We'll be back same time next week. But as always, we leave you now with the headlines you may have missed. The Biden administration carries out its first military intervention with an airstrike targeting Iran-backed militias in Syria, and at the same time opens new facilities for detaining child migrants at the border. But they did speak to Iraqi intelligence before bombing anyone, and the new cages are slightly more comfortable porter cabins. So America is basically a progressive utopia now. The Reading and Leeds festivals sell out in 24 hours after declaring they will go ahead, while your boring twat of a mate tells anyone who'll listen that they actually sold out years ago when they first started booking rappers. Prince Harry claims in an interview that the British media negatively affected his mental health. He's apparently developed a deep sense of self-loathing and masochistic tendencies, which is why he agreed to be interviewed by James Corden. And finally, Mr. Potato Head is to become just Potato Head, winding up transphobes everywhere who fail to see the irony in insisting that a character that's never had a penis must be a male. You've been listening to IC News. Thank you, and goodbye. Hello again. It's me, Danny Sutcliffe. I'm here today with a right bargain for you. And no, it's not just the mystery me I've got in the back of me van. Although that is also primo stuff, so meet me behind our bins and flash your full beams if you're interested. If you haven't joined our Patreon yet, we've got a special offer for you. Sign up now as one of our early bird supporters and you can get access to all of our exclusive content for just £2 a month. If you want bonus podcast sketches, compilation episodes and ICU stories, this is the cheapest you're ever going to get them. You've got to be quick though, this deal is limited to the first 500 patrons and they'll get snapped up quick. It's the best way to show your support for the show and you'll be helping us to grow moving forwards. As always, thank you for all of your support and we hope you enjoy the show. And no, it's not badger meat. And if Brian May tries to tell you otherwise, he's a fucking liar. <laughs>